Welcome to season three of the Anchored by the Sword podcast. I'm Gina, and I'm so excited to have you guys join me this week. Enjoy listening to the God-given freedom story of the individual featured, and share it with your friends, share it with your people. Let's get the word out that God still frees his people. Let's go. Let's do this. Season three begins now. Hey guys, I can't believe the Christmas season is right around the corner. Two of my friends, one of which you've heard about, Krista Crookston from One Blessed Mama Designs and my friend Melinda Lee from Lee's Bees. They are amazing women. They have come alongside this ministry, created specific lines with me for this ministry and have been strong supporters of everything that Anchored by the Sword stands for and what we're doing. Now, these two forces have come together to create some great product lines for Christmas, for your family, for your friends, bracelets, earrings, also honey products, just some great stuff. And they ship, so it's awesome for you guys. So, head over to www.anchoredbythesword.org, go under collaborations, and you can click the links for either one of them. Or click the links in the show notes from today. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining me for this week at the podcast. Before we get started on this episode, I wanted to talk to you for a couple of moments about Operation Christmas Child. Did you know that you can take part in fulfilling the Great Commission simply by packing an Operation Christmas Child shoebox gift? Your gift of school supplies, toys, and hygiene items will open the door for children around the world to encounter the love of Christ for the very first time. As a result of Operation Christmas Child, outreach events, and discipleship, more than a thousand churches are being planted each year, even among unreached people groups. National Collection Week is November 15th. To learn more, visit samaritanspurse.org slash OCC. I will put that information in the show notes and look it up and help them out. It's a great cause. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to this week of the Anchor by the Sword podcast. I'm Gina and I'm here with Beatrice Vargas. She is from New York City and is a Christian life coach. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Thank you for having me on. So excited. Yes. As you mentioned, my name is Beatrice Vargas. I'm from New York City. I'm a wife and mom of two. Um, I am also the host and creator of the Grace Fueled Wife podcast, uh, where I help women in their marriages, even when their husbands aren't showing up. I think, uh, I think quite a few of us could have testimonies about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get questions of like, what does that mean? I'm like, mm, I almost want to say, if you have to ask what it means, then you probably don't have that problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So how did you get into all this? So um, basically nine years ago, my husband walked out on me. He was an unbeliever. He was cynical. He wanted nothing to do with me or the church. And I was confused because even though we didn't have the greatest marriage at the, at the time, he was generally a good man. And mm-hmm. I, at least I thought I was 
a good wife. So I didn't really understand what it was, like why he was leaving. And my natural human reaction to him leaving was to react in anger, resentment, you know, rage, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And uh, God really res- prompted me to respond to him differently. God had prompted me to respond to him in that moment with kindness, grace, and gentleness. Mm-hmm. And what was actually happening was that there was two people, my husband and myself hurting, and ultimately we were hurting each other. And God wanted to step in and kind of reveal himself in my husband um, with just this grace and this kindness and this compassion. So fast forward, you know, a few months later, we were back together. It's a whole long story, right? But Mm -hmm. for the sake of time, a few months later, we were back together. And then years later, God had said to me, you will impact thousands with your story. And I didn't really understand what story was he talking about. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you know, what, what my weight loss story? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no idea what he was referring to. And um, our church had asked us to record our testimony. And this is the story that came out in the, during our testimony. And I realized that as I started to share my testimony, more and more women had been impacted by it. And I started to realize, oh, this is at least one of the stories that God was referring to that he, you know, that he meant would impact women. So I started to share that story more often. Years later, I started the podcast, um, the coaching business and all of that really to help other women, because I realized for myself that at the time there was no resources out there for me. Um, Mm -hmm. And when I joke about like husbands not showing up, you know, anybody who's ever been out there um, and had struggled in their marriage and is a Christian maybe, and there's hundreds of amazing resources for marriages, you Mm -hmm. know, for Christian marriages. But I would say that all of them make the assumption that the husband is going to participate in those resources, that he wants to help make the marriage better. Mm-hmm. And when I say he's not showing up, it's so he mm-hmm. didn't want to participate in any of that. And I didn't have anything for myself at mm-hmm. the time other than God's word, like other than just going to him and maybe reading several whatever books were out there at the time and really kind of navigating that space on my own, partnering with God, but navigating that space on my own. And so mm-hmm. that's what prompted me to start it is to help other women not be alone in the journey and understand that Mm -hmm. it's not, they're not alone. Um, And so many women are going through the same thing. And then I think the biggest thing is that they don't talk about it. Right. That's the, the gist or the, you know, the, the quick (laughs) version, I guess, of, of how I got into this and why I'm so passionate about it. Yeah, I can see the passion in your face. I mean, obviously my listeners can't see it, but (laughs) I'm sure you can hear it in her voice because like I said before, a lot of women can relate to that mm-hmm. uh, a lot more than who speak up. So yeah. that's awesome. What is your freedom story? Hmm. Which part do you want to tell? <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. I would say um, in terms of freedom and when I, when I kind of thought about this, first thing I wanted to say is my freedom came from standing on God's word, mm-hmm. which is why I love the, um, even the name of your podcast, Uh, right anchored in the sword Mm -hmm. because God's word is the sword of truth right Mm -hmm. and even if you look at the words 
G O D S W O R D, like God's word actually spells out God sword. And oh, it's yeah. just a beautiful illustration of what can happen when you stand on his word. And for me, I had never actually, this time in my life was my the time that I had grown the most in my faith because I had never actually sat down to read the Bible before. I was mm -hmm. a relatively new believer and I, I didn't even know how to read it, but I was left with no other choice. Mm -hmm. So I, I just sat and I um, started to read the Bible. And what I found is the... For me, the freedom was the surrender, mm, like good. surrendering my self, my mm -hmm. unforgiveness, my anger, my, um, obviously I felt like I had a right to be angry. I felt like I had a right to punish my husband. I felt like I felt self-righteous about so many mm -hmm. things in the marriage, especially because I felt like, well, I was doing everything right. Um, and, but that freedom didn't come until I let it all go. And, and mm -hmm. God did a work, obviously he did a work in my husband while we were separated, but he did a work in me to really understand that. And even after we got back together, I joke, like our marriage was even worse when we got back together than it was before we separated. Mm -hmm. Because at that point I was still angry, still resentful, still, you know, I felt like he deserves for her to know that he was walking out. But it was a request that I honored. Uh, and so we didn't tell her. And she mm -hmm. just thought, oh, daddy's living in this other place because he has to be closer to work. She had no idea until uh, they had recorded our, <laughs> our testimony for church. And she sat there in the room during the interview. And at that point, she was 10. And that uh -huh. was the first time she had learned that we'd ever been separated. So wow. pretty crazy. Yeah. I bet. So you talked about how God showed himself to you then. How does he do it now? I think now he, he shows himself in his faithfulness. So mm -hmm. if I think about then, and I think about now, he has never left me. He, mm -hmm. At that time when I thought I was alone, he was there. Now, when I don't necessarily feel like I'm alone anymore, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, just times where I am kind of at the ends of my rope mm -hmm. and I'm like, God, what do I do? I've done all these things you've asked me to do and it's not working out for me. He's just always shown up. So he's always mm -hmm. shown up for me, um, whether it be in little things and, and little blessings and little ways of him shows, you know, showing that I'm here, um, He's just, it's just been a beautiful thing to watch him work, whether it be in myself or my husband or my family or my business, whatever it is, he just shows up always mm -hmm. in small ways and big ways oftentimes. <laughs> That's awesome. What do you do as your other job? So um, for my day job, essentially, I'm a real estate agent, but uh -huh. what that means is, you know, as a real estate agent, you can potentially work a lot and not necessarily make any money for a while until you're actually closing things. So I focus a lot of my time and energy on the podcast, on coaching, mm -hmm. I have a course and all that stuff and spending time there with mm -hmm. my, my audience, because that's really where I 
feel God has called me mm-hmm. to be. And that's the thing that I want to grow. So pretty sure eventually over the next six months or so, real estate will kind of fall away and coaching will then be the main thing. Gotcha. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what verse has held you uh, during the ups and downs with your marriage and other things that have you have been through? There's so many. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the main one is where Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And so whether it's my husband or the person who caught me off in the street or anything like that, that's the main thing um, that I hold on to on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. As for my marriage, um, I, for the place, that deep, dark place that I was in, where I felt hopeless and I was crying on a basement floor. I mean, my husband walked out. I was on a business trip at the time and I came home to an empty apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in those times, there was so many verses where basically uh, God talking about being blameless mm-hmm. and just, you know, showing, um, my your husband being won over by your gentle and quiet spirit mm. and uh mm. the verses where it says um wives don't believe it's like for believing wives don't you know your husbands can be saved by you and mm-hmm. husbands don't you know that your wives can be saved by you because my husband was an unbeliever and he was in fact he was hostile to anything of the faith so it was all those little pieces even the even the verses and this was the hardest but even the verses where it says um Wives submit to your husband because they'll be won over without words. And that verse was really, really tough for me at that time. Mm-hmm. Be, you know, it's like, uh, obey my husband. He's A, walking out on me. B, he mm-hmm. doesn't follow you. And I would get in these conversations with God, like, uh-huh. what are you talking, like, what does this say? <laughs> and I would really, um, you know, I'd be digging into his word, like, ah, but I don't understand this, you know, and I didn't mm-hmm. understand it, but God's word tells us that it's beyond our understanding you know we don't have to necessarily understand it we have to trust it Mm -hmm. and that he will give us you know he will give us wisdom and knowledge and and understanding and so really all of those pieces coming to life for me Mm -hmm. was so helpful at the time because in the end um as god does he was faithful and Mm -hmm. my husband did turn around my husband did come back. And it's just all the things that God had done by me not holding back, right? And and not treating my husband the way I thought he should be treated, but rather <laughs> treating my husband the way God had wanted me to, to treat him. So it was a lot, quite a bit of verses, but again, I think it was a new time in my walk. And those are, to this day, I keep them kind of um, on my wall so that I could reference that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Those are good verses. The submission one is hard yeah. when they're making it really hard to submit. <laughs> right. Where it's like, well, hello, they don't know what they're talking about. Like, they are, <laughs> why should I submit? They don't, they're wrong. <laughs> like you're asking right. to submit and it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, submit to who? <laughs> why? I don't want to. <laughs> Right. I think in the end, it's like, um, it's because this comes up a lot. I see where it's like, 
you know, I hear, oh, you know, the husband's the head of the household. And so many women have a problem with that. Some are like, that's law. That's what it says. So many others have a problem with it. And the one thing I hear the most is Jesus is the head Mm -hmm. of the church. So we follow like there's our husband, but we follow Jesus. And, and that distinction I think is what made a huge difference for me. So it was like, my husband wasn't asking me to sin. Right. Right. So I was following Jesus. My husband wasn't asking me to sin. It was more of um, other things, you know, and, and understanding that. And I think it's, as long as women can understand that, like, no, we follow Jesus, Mm -hmm. right. Our husband is not our Lord. Jesus, right. Lord. you know, God is our Lord. We follow him. Right. Uh, and then understanding that there's, yes, it's an equal partnership, but the best way my mom had explained it. And it was, I was surprised because she was a woman who, she was the one who taught me like submit to like no man, like that never happens. Uh-huh. And she came to know Jesus later in life. She said, because the flip side of that verse that women often have an issue with is, and men love your wives the way Christ loved the church, mm-hmm. died for the church. So if we think about if our husbands loved us the way Christ loved the church, then it wouldn't be a matter of submission. It would be like, okay, honey, like you would right. literally do anything he said. You'd be like, right. no problem, babe, like anything you want. <laughs> right. it, would, it wouldn't even be a thought because you would know that anything he's doing is he's like operating with like everyone's best interests at hand. And you know, he's taken such good care of you. And I think that's the part that has um, where women get upset. And I think it's because their husbands aren't loving them right the way Christ loved the church Mm -hmm. but then if we look at that then it's like well then now what are we doing we're starting a cycle like we're starting a negative cycle because it's like well he's not loving me so I'm not going to risk because some verses say respect I think uh submit and others others say respect so if he, so he's not, he has to earn my respect. So he doesn't mm-hmm. love me. So I'm not going to respect him and vice versa. And that just brings about problems. So if you think about the word submit and you think of it in a way of my pastor, she uses champion. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I love that because yeah. I can champion my husband. I can be on his team, be on his side. I can cheer him on. I can be there for it. I like all of those things I'm happy to do. And all right. of those things are, is what he really wants from me. And in the, in the meantime, I would want him to cherish me. And mm-hmm. because love is such a word that like, what does it even mean? Right. Love can mean right. so many different things. And so if we think about it in, in that way, where I'm trying to champion my husband and, and I would like for him to cherish me. It just brings a total different spin on the idea and mm-hmm. makes it easier for us to understand because God's word is perfect. It's just right. the way that us as humans actually react to it. <laughs> that is imperfect. That's so good. Is there anything else you want the listeners to hear or understand? I think the biggest thing is forgiveness, you mm-hmm. know? So when uh, I talk about this on, on the 
the podcast all the time. And, and I try to let women know, you know, as I, I speak about these things on the podcast, like I, I let them know this is not about being a doormat, right? So right. it's not about submit to your husband blindly or, you know, mm-hmm. be graceful to your husband, even though he is abusive. Right. It's not about that. You know, it's about we have healthy boundaries in our marriage. We have healthy boundaries with our husbands. We're not going to stay in abusive situations. And, you know, if they're not physically abusive, but maybe he's abusive in other ways, we're going to set boundaries and not allow that. But that's, I think, oftentimes, that's the first thing that people think of when they hear of this, when they hear of like, oh, there's issues in the marriage. But so many times, it's not even about that. So many times, your husband is a good man. Mm -hmm. He's just an imperfect one. Mm -hmm. You know, just as you are a good wife, you're just an imperfect one. Like we're just two imperfect people Mm -hmm. trying to work it out who maybe have some trouble communicating sometimes, or we both come from difficult backgrounds or we've been hurt in the past. And so Mm -hmm. then we come into the relationship and we hurt each other. It's really more about understanding that that is the dynamic that we're looking at in marriage and When we understand that God is not only our father, but our Mm father-in-law and this comes, yeah, right. This comes from, I'm not going to take credit for it because that would be stealing. (laughs) This comes from uh, the book, Sacred Marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a small group that we had done and a book that we, we read. But when that lesson has been so transformative Mm-hmm. is that God is also my father-in-law. Mm. So I'm a mom. I have two small children. If anyone spoke badly or mistreated one of my babies, like that is the quickest way to hear mama's wrath. Like, mm-hmm. and same thing with my husband. And if we think about that, that is how God sees our husband, even though he's wrong and he upsets us. And he, and so if we mistreat him, then we're also angering God. I mean, at the same time, right, if our husbands mistreat us. But I think um, the things I try to explain to women is we can't force our husbands to change. There's nothing that you can do, right? We can't. When he was walking out on me, there was no amount of things I could have done that would have made him change. Mm -hmm. God can change him, right? God can change their heart. So if we work on changing ourselves and partnering mm-hmm. with God in that and changing ourselves, then we allow God the freedom to do what he does, which is then change hearts and soften hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we we change ourselves, not in the doing, but in the obedience, you know, just in the being and spending time with God and really allowing him to speak to us. And because his word also says, if you have an unbelieving spouse and they leave, let them leave. Mm-hmm. His word says that. And right. so I had a, a pastor who told me at the time, well, well, God's word says if your spouse isn't a believer and they, they leave, let them leave. Well, that is what God's word says, but that's not what he was speaking to me at the time. That's not what mm-hmm. he was speaking to my heart. And God had said to me, I will bring you a new man, but the same man. Mm. So it's like, if we spend this time with him and really, allow him to talk to us um, through his word, just in, in really just in communion and quiet time and quiet place with him, he can really reveal some amazing 
things for us that we wouldn't normally get. We wouldn't get otherwise, or we wouldn't necessarily get by listening to a preacher or a friend or whoever, and they all may mean well, mm-hmm. but the place that we really have to go to first is, is with God. And that's how he's really shown up, you know, going back to like, how does he show up for me? I mean, that's how he shows up for me is he says things to me and then I go out into the world and that's where I see the confirmation of what he's told me. Mm -hmm. But when I see, then when I see that confirmation, I say, okay, well now I know this is the next step that I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to take, but I never, I wouldn't have known that that was confirmation that I was getting if I wasn't spending the time with him in the beginning. That's so good. Well, it has been so great talking to you today, Beatrice. And tell my listeners where they can find you. Yes, absolutely. The podcast is The Grace Fields Wife. Um, The website is Beatrice Vargas. But if you have any trouble spelling that, you can just go to thegracefieldswife.com. It'll take you right to the same place. And also on Instagram or Facebook. And that's at The Grace Fields Wife. That is awesome. And I will put all those links in the show notes for today. And uh, if you guys have any questions, go ahead and look her up, go take a listen to her podcast and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Anchored by the Sword podcast. I'm so blessed and grateful that you have taken your time to listen to this episode and to allow the freedom stories of the individual to be a part of your day. So let me know what you loved about the episode by heading over to the Instagram page at Anchored by the Sword podcast or over to the Facebook page for Anchored by the Sword and let's have a conversation. Also, I would really appreciate it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts to rate and review this episode so that other people can find this podcast. So blessed to have you here. Have an amazing week. God bless.